Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Come through, queen. I want to see you. Come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through Queen. Why do you have to be in everyone's business like a Karen? Do you understand what I'm saying? Not really. Hey, Brendan. Hello, Dan. Happy Rony Trailer Week. It's the most wonderful time of the year. People may say that that's Christmas, but this is our Christmas. This truly is. I am so happy to have it. So happy to have our girls back. We know it's May 4th. Not too far away. Mm-hmm. After uh, the May 1 deadline of vaccinations open for all. I'm going to be watching that either <laughs> half vaccinated or fully. Yeah, hopefully. Um, so I think the first thing is, is I'm glad it's on a Tuesday. Same. For like our recording schedule to not change up that much, it's helpful when it's earlier in the week yeah and i guess first and foremost Bershawn did not get an apple she did not get an apple and she's barely in the trailer we see her we see her a lot but we don't hear from her she's not she, we don't get a single line of spoken word from her and not only did Bershawn not get an apple, she didn't even get friend of. She's not mentioned on BravoTV.com when you look at yeah. the about the season. And now that I think about it, Heather Mama is not friend of either. I think we, or I kind of knew that because of things she said, like on her podcast and other people's podcasts mm-hmm. since uh, she started filming. Um, and in the trailer, you can actually like spot the moment where she's like, I think I'm done at the very yeah. end of the trailer when Leah's yelling at all of them, calling them hoes. And 
I mean, also Heather Mama giving a not really. I know. Which, which I think it was Sam Moreno on our Facebook group pointing out that it's echoing Luann's not really that was in response to Heather Mama. Unafraid to reference. Unafraid to reference. So I, I tweeted about this. I think my fan fiction theory is they possibly would have made her a full time, but then she was bullied off of the show. Mm-hmm. And then at this point it was too late for Bershon to be full time. Yeah. I, you know what I would love? I would love a mid season adder to the uh, Apple holders, like Sonia Morgan in season three. Could you imagine? I would love it. But I do think that Bershon was at least testing very early. Cause remember how like, she announced she was joining the show before like she was allowed to. I iconic. We'll see. I I've followed her on Instagram since she was kind of announced slash since we knew that she was filming and I like yeah. her, but I'm not going to stand because if I stand, no, she, she has no chance in hell. No, 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 no. And we're meeting Ebony. We're meeting Ebony. I think she'll be an interesting addition. Um, she's not afraid to, Confront, it looks like, which is great. Yeah. I think she's going to be firmly Leah's ally. Mm Because nothing in the trailer show her and Leah at odds, really. Right. They're similar ages. It's it's good. Yeah. I mean, speaking of ages, Ramona is 64 and Ebony is, I think, even even younger than Leah. She's Mm -hmm. like 35 or 36. Okay. So that's like a full, like, almost half Ramona's age. It'll be interesting, because you know how Ramona gets, and she gets a little threatened by younger women sometimes. But it's also like, do you have any, like, I don't personally have any friends that are, like, that much older than me. But, like, that's not really by choice. I would, maybe, potentially. Yeah. I mean, I... I I prefer the show to skew older. Like, I would rather let's cast people in their 40s or even mm-hmm. 50s. Sure. But at the same time, it's hard to imagine a world where, like, Ramona is still on this show five years from now. Mm-hmm. Like, when she's almost 70. Like, I can't really see it. Interesting. They're like, I know people, we all have a problem with Ramona, obviously. But, like... Sure. Her, her at the end of this trailer... Walking up the stairs, yeah. dressed as Audrey Hepburn, holding a bottle yeah. of red wine. Yeah. It's just like, I do want to watch that. It was very um, Mama Elsa, Alone in My mm. House vibes. Yeah. Um, we learn... So what's interesting is, like, the trailer doesn't give us much of a plot besides, like, Ramona's going to say problematic shit. Ebony will confront her about it. Mm-hmm. Leah's sort of on a rampage. Mm-hmm. A, so- a sober rampage. I know, flying a little too close to the sun already, it feels like. Yeah. Um, Lou's got Garth. Mm-hmm. Sonia's drunk. Garth, who is a different man than the dog groomer from last season, interestingly. But a, but a very similar look. <laughs> it's I know. That's why I thought it was like the return of the dog groomer at yeah. first, but it's not. And I think that's everyone. I know. Um Leah converting to Judaism, according to BravoTV.com. Oh, so that's what I was going to point out. Is like the trailer doesn't really give us much of a storyline. 
but mm-hmm. you sent me the link to the Bravo write-up where I guess you were looking to check the FOH status. Well, yeah, because the Bravo TV, like, about the show is where you're always going to be able to find out who's the FOH because most seasons, if there's an FOH, they will have, like, their own little headshot there. Yeah, including your cousin Jen Davis on Dallas. Can you believe that Jen Davis is a formal FOH and Bershawn isn't? I know, I know. Maybe they, maybe New York has a trick up their sleeve and we're going to get a mid-season Sonia Rita. Maybe, maybe. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, but over on BravoTV.com, they actually have a rundown of what everyone's, like, where they are in their life right now mm-hmm. as the, the show's airing. Sure. Um, Leah converting to Judaism is, I feel like, something that we were not aware of. I know, but I I feel like it makes sense, you know? I, I'm curious to see, like, how we landed here. Is right. her Is her ex jewish or anything like like what made her be called to do that is what i'm wondering right i mean it could have something to do with like her sobriety journey or mm. something like that who knows we'll okay. see um i think the ramona thing is like we're gonna see her journey and becoming a real estate agent watch out Anne. watch out Anne. could you imagine if ramona was your real estate agent i mean I wouldn't really trust her. All she knows about is like whether it's a, like above or below the highway in Long Island. That's important knowledge, I think. But I, I mean, know. it would just be like so manic. Like yeah. getting texts from her. Like, could you imagine? Yeah. Um, Lou, it seems to be all about like her settling back on the Upper East Side. After, like, running around all these seasons? I know. I mean, like, are we going to have another Lewis settling into an apartment and then she ups and moves her next season? Because <laughs> that's what I think we're going to have. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I watched, like, a new apartment tour for her last year that was on BravoTV.com, and it was, like, someplace on the Upper West Side. She should have stayed in that place where that New York Times image was shot with her looking out the window, out the window. in the rain. That's beautiful. I like that is burned into my mind. Yeah. Um, Sonia's living back in the townhouse. Which it's great that she's not just squatting in Quincy Adams apartment. <laughs> Upper, yeah. On Columbus Circle. And we learn Ebony as she's joining the show just recently ended an engagement. Which is a great place for us to join her. I feel like and the end of a relationship is a great place for a housewife to start being a housewife. I'm not even sure. kidding. Well, what's also interesting is like, I feel like so many times they'll come on to the show in order to end the relationship. But mm-hmm. this time she was like, let me just get that out of the way first. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. I would imagine like she was already in talks as the relationship was ending. Good. Good. Yeah. Ebony's the rare case of a housewife who like, it's just so interesting how they they were sending her on the real and like other media appearances to like talk about being a real housewife, like while sure. still filming the show before a trailer ever came out. Yeah. I mean, they've kind of done that with Crystal as well mm-hmm. to an extent. I yeah. don't think as, bi- as big of an extent, but to yeah. some extent. There was um, some Instagram live today talking about um, violence against Asian people that's been happening in this country. And Crystal was like one of the guests on it with Dr. Mm-hmm. Tiffany Moon. Yeah. I'm sure they'll probably like post clips of that on the website eventually. So I'd be mm-hmm. curious to tune into that. But um, yeah, 
the one last thing about the trailer is I wish they would have done something different with it. And I think we had talked about this a little bit and I was kind of inspired by that Maddie Caps, like um, Moon Sex River, yeah. Sex in the City uh, video that he posted. Mm-hmm. And that I would have loved for like this trailer to be like, okay, we're, we're back with the Roni women, like coming out of New York being in lockdown. Like the city is alive. It's summer. Mm-hmm. Um, like life goes on a different tone rather than like the usual, like, and then like ending with like the classical music. Like, let's just like try something different for once. Yeah. I mean, that would have been enjoyable that it would have been, I think more enjoyable if we had like some of our old friends with us. Sure. It's like, does that work if you don't have Dorinda in the picture? Like, I know Dorinda (laughs) waving. (laughs) I know that's my favorite part about that video. Um, but I always, I mean, I know it's old, but I always like the little hijinks moment at the end of the Roni trailer because they're yeah. the only ones who do it. They're like, it shows that these women are having, you can have fun with these women. Yeah. But like, I imagine, you, you know, that, that lunch that we had like the pictures from, of uh, I think it was like Heather, Lou and Ramona getting together for lunch. Mm-hmm. Like I would have loved in the trailer, like them seeing each other and hugging for the first time or something. Them walking up to the restaurant. Yeah. 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 I like wanted I wanted to cry to it. Produce ask the Bravo producers to release a new cut. Yeah, release the the Maddie Caps cut. Like just let Maddie Caps do the editing there. I know. Like hire him already. Give him a check. <laughs> I think he's based in like Argentina. Yeah, I think you're right. Actually. Yeah. Um, that's the trailer, and and not and and one not to let the Roni women have their moment. One Bethany Frankel kind of confirms the day before the trailer dropped that the divorce has was finalized on January twentieth. Mm-hmm. So it's not even like this literally just happened. You're choosing to to confirm it the day before the the. She trailer. sat on the news and dropped it right when her old friends were supposed to have their moment. Yeah, and then. 13 or 14 minutes after the trailer drops, people exclusive, Bethany's engaged. Bethany's getting married. Can you can you believe this woman's been through eight years of divorce proceedings and the moment her divorce ends, she's running to the chapel again? Which is interesting because I feel like for a very long time, in the midst of the divorce, she was like, I can't do this again. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be able to, I don't think. Just be just pull a Goldie and Kurt with Mr. Paul Burnin. Yeah. Y'all I mean, already have like kids. It's not like I mean, maybe they're gonna have more kids or something. Yeah, I, I would I would guess that would be the reason. Does mm-hmm. Paul have children of his own? I think he has two or three. Oh really? Yeah, from my early stalking of him back in the day, I found myself like on his like wife's his ex wife's huh. Facebook page. Ha ha ha. She's a blonde. Okay. Uh, speaking of them, like, Bethany outing Bryn Hoppy's TikTok. Uh, part of the divorce proceeding must be, like, Bryn now can have a face or something. Yeah, because she's, like, on display, on display each and she's every day. on display, and they're on a boat, on TikTok. She's tagging <laughs> Bryn's TikTok. It's crazy. Wasn't there... Like some video recently released, I don't even remember what the context is of like Bethany 
introducing Bryn to like a TikTok star? I don't know, but I now need to know which star. I, I'm like, why is this happening? And it's like, it's like one of those guys that like lives in like the James Charles house, I would say. And it's, is it like Noah Beck or is it I, like, I, I listen, you know, better than me. They got a floppy hair, but like they all do. Well, the thing about TikTok is like at the beginning of me being on TikTok, those people would come up all the time, mm. but the algorithm is so specific. You've purged I ne- them. I never get those people. And if I do get those people, I'm like, why am I getting those people? And sure. it's usually like somebody reacting to one of those people. If I okay. see those people's faces on my screen. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So Bethany's getting married. Bethany's getting married. Wow. Good for her. Wow. I, I do wonder like now that this is happening, I feel like that lessens the chance that we're going to see her again. Who knows? Like it's hard to picture a world of her returning to the show with a husband, but it's Paul Burnham investor in cameo and he and, Avery Singer will have tons to talk about. Exactly. Uh, his employee, Avery <laughs> <This> Singer. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, why don't we kick it? O- well, actually, before we kick it over to um, Atlanta, do you have anything to say about Drag Race? I mean, I was like half paying attention because uh, Amanda Batula and Kyle Cook were on Instagram Live at the same time. I mean, the thing about Drag Race these days is I am listening to and watching... <laughs> more recaps about drag race than I am watching the show, which is so interesting. Okay. 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 Um, but I don't think I have anything like huge to add. It was the can thing. I mean, RIP Tina burner. The branding challenge is always like, ugh. the, the judging care? of Tina burner is like, it was just so funny to me. Cause like, I'm listen, I'm ready to see her go. I feel like mm-hmm. she's been like on the show Sitting there, like, thinking she's Bianca Del Rio, like, mm-hmm. when am I getting my crown? And it's right. like, sweetie, like, you're not even winning anything. Right. Um, but her her critique was like, you try too hard, go home now. <laughs> Their critiques are always so crazy. Like, I'm no Tina Burner fan, but I thought her, like, plot at least made sense compared to a lot of these yeah. others. And, like, I, the judging is crazy. You can tell that they wanted to send her home and they don't want any chance of got Mick going home yet. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, got, yeah. got Mick could have been on the bottom. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. That and that, I got great. Mick is like my, t- one of my top two. So I'm not saying that hatefully. And it's, but it's also funny. Like when does the runway count and when does it not count? Cause like the runway in a way could save got Mick every time, no matter how mm-hmm. bad she does in the challenge. And then conversely, like, Candy's runway was one of the worst. Yeah. Of all time. Of all of all time. Like, is an alien a beast? No. <laughs> but even if you argued that aliens are the beasts of the sky or yeah. like the solar system, it still was a poorly produced alien. Like if it was an alien challenge, this would have still been a bad luck. Exactly. And this is and this is coming from a Candy Muse stan. Yeah, yeah. You're the biggest stan. You'll follow I mean, her same, until she loves you. At the same time, like I do have to say, like, the one thing that was a drag queen about her in the moment, the face, was, like, she did have good makeup for for that look. Okay, yeah. yeah. But it just was, like, it was so, so weird. And, yes. like, not weird in a great though. I mean, I think we'll look back and be, like, weird in a great way because it's absurd that she walked down like that, but still. Yeah. 
Wow. Okay. I mean, so sad that we don't have UK in our lives anymore, but... Oh, UK, we'll hon. Oh, I guess the one other thing is word on the street is the word on the street is Bag of Chips and Blue Hydrangea is, are going to be competing on like some international version. Yeah. So there's, I don't have the full cast list in front of me, but there's a rumored cast list, oh. including people from like every single international franchise. Okay. Um, some of the ones that I remember, the rumors are, and this is actually interesting, Jujubee and Manila both are oh. on the rumored list. Actually, um, I like that for them. Especially for Manila, who mm. in her All-Stars, her second All-Star season, I feel like yeah. was robbed because of the format of the show. Sure. She was like really coming down the runway and like amazing looks that season. Yeah. I mean, also the iconic lip sync. The yeah. Whitney Houston lip sync. Oh, when she touched the back wall. Yeah. I, like when, what, did they say it like in that episode or was it like a recap where someone's like, she won it the moment she touched the wall? <laughs> it might've been us. That's when we were doing those, like oh, we were okay. doing... Just our oh. drag race recaps. Um, yeah. And then other names. Jimbo is one of the names from Canada. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's all I can remember from the thing I read. But it's just sure. it's just rumors right now. But hopefully it, hopefully we're getting international drag race. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to pr- do it. Like, are Rue and Michelle going to be involved? They are doing – they're going from country to country just dr- judging drag. Yeah. Spreading the, the – being super spreaders. <laughs> Yet they refuse to go to Canada. I know. R.I.P. Jeff- Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. Oh, yeah. Who's now off that show. Um, okay. Let's get to Atlanta. Okay. So I love picking up in Atlanta after a production shutdown due to the wedding. Yeah. So 10, 10, 20, they had to shut down production for two weeks. That's why we're picking back up at Halloween. Yeah. I mean, the days leading up to Halloween, we're, we're meeting up at La Archive, Marlowe's rental facility for her high fashion isn't it la, la archive la, I, I don't know it's not chive like you put on a bagel <laughs> la archive <laughs> um kenya's there along with fallon who we haven't seen in a minute i know Fa- this is an episode for fallon this is her moment oh i think her last moments yeah i mean we learned today that they were filming uh, the reunion, the day we're recording this, mm-hmm. and that Fallon was not invited. Right. Um, before we get into more of the episode, any thoughts about the reunion? I mean, like, uh, we're getting a, a little bit of info. Uh, Marlo and, and LaToya are both there. So apparently Marlo was looking for a dress up until last night, according to her Instagram stories. And it seems like they the theme for their dresses might be like they're all wearing black dresses this mm. time around because she was looking for a black dress in New York City last night. Yeah, I, I mean, Aunt, the background to the the set that Andy was reporting from looked like the Flaming Saddles wallpaper. What if it's at Flaming Saddles? Yeah, they're they're all like crouched God, together. My old apartment was right around the corner. I could have gone and looked. Wow. Um. I'm curious to see, like, I don't even know what to think about this reunion because I feel like we have so much of the season left. I know. I don't know if we know where everyone is standing as of, like, present day. Yeah, it's not even worth guessing because at this where we're where we are right now, present time in the show, is when the trailer dropped. Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting? That is so weird. Because, like, it was like, Oh, uh, Kenya and Marlo 
taking that photo together. And that was oh, yeah. one week. That was one week before the trailer came out. That's crazy. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to do um, in the rounds, like the other casts have been doing, if they're just going to go back to couches. Um, I don't think we're quite at the place to be on couches yet. Mm-hmm. But who knows? <laughs> who knows? I mean, like, maybe Andy's just six feet on either side from them. These women are comfortable, like, sitting in each other's laps and, like, make, <laughs> making out. Actually, literally making out. True, 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 true. Okay, so maybe I mean maybe Marlo had to get a dress because she rented everything out. And she had nothing left. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so besides checking in with Marlo, we have uh, Candy has a new movie role, so she needs to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Cynthia and Mike Hill are not going on a honeymoon, and Mike wants to buy a house with Cynthia in Atlanta. What's wrong with Lake Bailey? Cause, cause he's a man and doesn't want to move into her house. That's so stupid. She's <laughs> a lake. She has a lake. I know, like he like he could own the house in LA and then she'll own the house in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Like, that's fine. It's probably really buggy around there though, right? Because like lakes get buggy. I mean, you're the one who like knows Atlanta geography and the environment. I think it, I think lakes get buggy, especially in the humidity. So it's probably really buggy on Lake Bailey. Okay, um, we are checking with Drew, who mm-hmm. first of all has to go to New Orleans for work, which is interesting because, like, in my brain, New Orleans, while an amazing destination that I've been to several times. Wow, brag, brag, um, not what I would think is like the entertainment industry capital. Of the world? I have no... I literally have no idea. I know that the dance moms went there once. But, like, are are big filming productions happening in New Orleans? I'm sure some are because of, like, you... If you are filming in New Orleans, you got to, like, be filming in New Orleans. Well, you're... I think if you're filming in New Orleans, it's, like, to be on set. Like, to for right. New Orleans to be the set. Not, like, how, like, Tyler Perry has, like, a campus in... Georgia now, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which I really want to go to. They have yeah, a full rep- White House there. Report pack. I would love to see it. Okay. Um, so besides that... Wait, one second. While we're talking about Tyler Perry... Yeah. Um, Eva Marcel is going to be starring in a Tyler Perry movie about male strippers. And she is co-starring with Bolo. I mean, love the love the glow up for Bolo. I know. I mean, he clearly left an impact with like the viewers. I, truly, I the mean, name I'm, on everyone's lips. And like, I like to see Eva around. You know. I mean, we said it last week. Like, she finally had some pep in her step. Finally, she woke up. Yeah. Okay, so Drew's eldest child's uh, father, who's not Ralph. Mm-hmm. Wants to reconnect with the child after all these years. Yeah, apparently this guy spent like some time in prison. So yeah. it was like when the kid was really young. Sure. Um. So and the kid seems to. It was an interesting conversation. I think it was a pretty well done conversation. By yeah, both, for sure. By both Drew and Ralph, who I don't trust Ralph, but he was like okay in this moment. I know, yeah. Um, it's, like, weird, like, going from hating Ralph to, like, being like, oh, you're, like, you seem to be a good father to 
this child. Yeah. And good enough where the child only like doesn't care to see what they were calling his old dad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was a nice, it's so funny because it's such early in the season, all of Drew's at home scenes, which is all we were getting from her were like depressing. Yeah. So it was like nice to see something nice out of that. It's also disorienting that we had so many at home scenes with Drew and we're already in a new house. I know. So weird. Yeah. Okay, let's get to Fallon's party. Okay. So first of all, the setup of making people walk through the little haunted house <laughs> to get into the um, to get into the party area was fun. I know, but we went to such lengths of setting up this haunted house. Couldn't we get like a pumpkin on the table that we were sitting at or something or like maybe hire somebody to like bartends. Yeah. It just felt like the decoration could have spilled over into the kitchen, into the room. Cause the kitchen was very, it almost reminded me of like Kim and Kanye's house as far as like barren without mm. like anything in it, you know? Yeah. Um, I would have loved to see like a bartender come through maybe I, to help I mean, him out. Latoya would have loved to see it, seen it too. I know. <laughs> That's like re- the only part I agreed with Latoya on. It's like maybe some like past apps or like somebody like cooking like something. It's almost like we were going to Carol Radswell's house for her election party and they pulled something out of the freezer to serve. Sure. Right? I mean, Fallon, as someone who's not even a friend of seemingly, like doesn't know the ropes and I don't think anyone really told her mm-hmm. like what, what the protocol is. I mean, we have to address what was only barely addressed by really Drew in the confessional, mm-hmm. which was um, Kenya walking in with the Native American headdress. It's just, I, you, how, you can't believe it. I mean, it's interesting because this has already happened with Monique a few years back. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there was some blowback to that. It's like, who in her life who's surrounding her let her make this mistake? Yeah. Well, I don't think she has, like, a ton of people surrounding her is the thing. Isn't there, like, an assistant? Mm. It's interesting. Both her and Bravo have, like, released statements and apology. Oh, I did not see Kenya's uh, apology. Like, what, what, how was it? She, it was fine. It was fine. But, like, both of them, there was, like, a organization for Native people who, like, like really spoke out and wrote this whole Twitter thread about them. And sure. Just like, I can't believe that like we're still doing this. Yeah. I mean, at the very least drew said something in her confessional, but she was like, I didn't want to even rough, like ruffle her by saying it to her face. Right. It's just like bizarre. (sighs) Yeah. Uh, How did you feel about seeing drew as a jellical cat? I loved it. I knew that was like right up your alley. I feel like that's where you turned a corner on Drew. I turned a corner last week, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I turned, turned a corner a couple weeks ago. I tweeted something about turning a corner, um, but I loved the descriptions of the different cats. Sure. I love that, that kind of detail that comes out when, when editors are doing good lower third work mm. is when I love the show the most. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whose costume did you like the most? Um, I gotta say, 
Latoya's was really like gorgeous, even though mm-hmm. it was kind of falling up, like her face was falling apart by the end. Yeah. Um, I have to give it to Shamia. As the astronaut? As the astronaut. I mean, and then Fallon Fallon's? was like scary. Yeah. I mean, despite the fact that the snakes were falling out of her head. I know. Um, like that was, she should have like maybe put a little less money into the look and like more into a few pumpkins. This is later, but to see her running in that costume <laughs> only like increased it, you know? Let's just talk about it. So Latoya was getting in a lot of like jabs at Fallon, which is yeah. just like an interesting choice. It's like, why? Yeah. Um, and they had an altercation. Like Latoya was like going to be leaving. Every All of a sudden we're outside because nobody's really feeling this party. We're like sitting on like the front stairs or whatever. And sure. they start to like go at it with words. But then we all come back inside at one point. Yeah. And all of a sudden we see Fallon run through the kitchen. Yeah. Go through the garage. Grab a golf club i almost said golf pole yeah grab a golf club and start to try to go after latoya it was wild so i feel like there were a few problems with this first of all um i think we learned on twitter that a lot was edited out including potentially an anti-asian slur that latoya said to um fallon which i'm not sure if like maybe fallon's part asian or something Mm. but that was allegedly edited out. And I feel like there was just a, like, I, it was hard to piece together, like, what made Fallon snap? Because she was saying so much terrible shit, Latoya. Right. I mean, like, yeah, she was, like, talking about Fallon's husband's age, like, all this kind of stuff. It's just, like, I think the wildest part for me is we don't know Fallon. We've barely yeah. spent time with Fallon. So to see her go like zero to a hundred in this moment, I think surprised us all. Yeah. I, and I think this is an instance where it was really like to the detriment that Fallon did not have a confessional. Right. Cause she's the only one who could have really explained her side of like what transpired. It felt like there was something missing in the episode and the something missing was Fallon's confessional. Yeah, I agree. Exactly. It, will, will she be coming to new Orleans? I'm unclear, but I wouldn't surprise if we never saw Fallon again. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's with Denise. <laughs> I think like this early on in your housewives career to be pulling a golf club to yeah. try to like go after someone. I, sure. I, I wouldn't be surprised if producers were like, all right, yeah, it's a wrap on Fallon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, that was an interesting episode. I am excited to go to New Orleans. Which you've been to many times. Which I've been to many times. I mean, I've, I've been to many times because Alex's brother went to med school there, so we would visit him. I want to go there, but it feels very hot. Um, you just got to go like the right time. And like, I've gone even during the wrong time and still had fun. You know that iconic uh, dance mom scene where they're fighting in the streets in New Orleans? No. Oh, look it up. It's good. Okay. Yeah, maybe we can reenact one day. Oh, yeah. That would be us, actually. Oh, my God. Okay. Let's kick it over to Dallas. Let's go to Dallas. Yeah. Um, 
Let's do first maybe Mama D and Deandra's sit down. God, Mama D is just like <laughs> when she leans in, it makes just everything better, you know? I love that like they kind of came to a resolution, but the resolution was just kind of like Mama D still saying what she was originally saying, but mm-hmm. like in a nice voice and Deandra's not drunk. I know ex- exactly. Yeah. And I, and I keep, it's hard to like keep track of Deandra. And I didn't really piece this together during the first half of the season. The contentious will was her biological father. Yeah. Cause the biological Did, father is the one who adopted the half brother. Yeah. Did we not know that? I think we did know it, but like, but then, but then what doesn't make sense to me is like, okay, she wants to change her name to the, the Simmons name. Glenn Simmons has so much money, but like, what was the money status with her father, her biological father? Must've been pretty good, but the name wasn't there though. Yeah. It must've been pretty good. Like, or was it not even that good? And she's like still fighting for whatever like crumbs she could get. She's going to get anything. She's not getting anything from Hard Night Good Morning, you think? <laughs> okay. Yeah. But, I mean, the Simmons name got her got her in the White House, got her at, um, I don't know, what was Clinique or something? or Something like that. Like a, a, some fashion house. So, good for the Simmons name. Yeah. Is, are there any other cities outside of Dallas, like, in the world where, like, the name matters that much? Oh, I'm sure, like, in a lot of cities. Any other American cities? Like I guess like Rockefeller Van- and like Morgan. Vanderbilt. Yeah. Yeah, come wow. on. Um, Davis is such a generic last name. Yeah. I mean, we've got Bre- like Jen bring Davis. A book. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um so we have Stephanie flying. Where are we flying? Do we know where we're flying? Just somewhere else in Texas, right? Oh, is it in Texas? I assume so. Maybe not. Maybe not. But we're taking, no matter where we're going, we're taking a private plane. We're flying private, baby. Now, the dichotomy between like this philanthropic work and Dolores, Mm -hmm. I would like to like point it out a little bit. Okay. Like, first of all, this does seem to be. Kind of just like a commercial for Holman Lockers. Oh, for sure. Which, which, get that being the case, you'd think Travis would just fucking go along with it with like a smile on his face instead. No, he can't admit his wife is ever doing anything good or right. She well, needs to get back to the chore list. I'm paying for all of this. It's like, come the fuck on, Yeah, you're Travis. paying for a fucking commercial for Holman Lockers. Like, I know. It's like, called being a business owner, baby. So... But like, but then to like go fly private, right? And then we're like hearing the story as to why this school needed the lockers, which like mm-hmm. it'd be one thing if like I I really like I don't know I don't even know where we are, so like whatever. But like we hear this town has been like flooded twice, two one in a hundred year floods, mm-hmm. like back to back, right? With like people's homes destroyed. So mm-hmm. I would think, like, a more pressing need in such a community would be, like, how is everyone's, like, housing right now? <laughs> like, Yeah, and it's, like, a lot of the resources that go into making lockers can probably be converted into, like, other things, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I would think. Listen, I love 
doing something charitable. But like to me, it just felt so like tone deaf. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Yeah. I was kind of like driving myself in a tizzy over it. Maybe I'm like watching this wrong. I mean, like, it is a nice thing to do. Sure. Regardless of like if there are other needs in that town or not. Yeah. It's like, I guess it's like we have a locker company. We can do this pretty easily. So why don't we do it? Even though Travis was pitching a fit. So at least they did something. But also it's like, these seem, especially like what was funny was like the, 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 the girls locker room kind of just got like regular lockers. And then like the boy, the men's, the boys football team got these like state of the art, like super deluxe. That's what makes me think it's like, it must be in Texas because like fucking of course, Texas is like Mm. nothing is more important in Texas than like high school football. Yeah. I mean, I loved Friday Night Lights, but, like, really, people need to, like... (laughs) Yeah. I guess, like, that's... In a lot of communities, like, that's, like, the main event, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what they do on the weekends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, my school... My high school didn't even have football because there was nowhere to play. (laughs) Sad. (laughs) Wow. I mean, you famously were on the football team. I played football from sixth to... Through ninth grade. And then I begged my mother to make, like... It's to have that be every single night, every single weeknight, half of the summer and all of the fall doing going to practice. And then on Friday night, you have to go to the fucking game. Oh, it's like uh, and you have to wear your jersey in school every Friday. Oh, my God. Really? It's uh, from sixth grade till through ninth grade. Oh, my God. Brendan, you were I wish I knew like one male actor's name, but I'm just gonna say, I guess you were Connie Britton. Oh, I was right. Connie Britton. Yeah. Tim Tim Riggins, famously, famous character on that show. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's the lockers. Um, was there anything else before we get to Tiffany's party? Oh, Tiffany's sit down with the mom. Her mom. Her mom who just like doesn't doesn't seem to love her as much as we all thought. Uh, except like the mom was supportive of her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, going into it, Tiffany set it up, like, my mom doesn't even like visiting me. So it's, like, weird that she asked to come over. Do you think the mom likes the cameras? She doesn't like it too much because she kept the the mask on the whole time. Well, it's COVID. I know. I know. It's our first elder that's, like, concerned for their health. Uh Uh-huh. Like, brave of Tiffany to just kind of, like, lay it all out there. Mm-hmm. In terms of like her relationship with her mom, yeah. And then the, her mom surprised her. Her mom was like, "Well, maybe you can take like one start one day less, and then maybe go for yeah. two. Yeah, why not? Okay, so Tiffany needs a makeup for the pizza party, and oh yeah, we're going to her husband's hotel. Very uh, Simon Van Kempen vibes, except. He owns this, the hotel. <laughs> except he owns the hotel instead of just manages. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, this looked like a nice hotel. I know. There's, like, this pool area is very nice. It's, like, got a nice little lawn. But the, the bathroom in the room was, like, very chic, I would say. Mm-hmm. With, like, that tub and everything. And the fact that Tiffany can go, I don't want any guests on this floor. Yeah. 
Great. <laughs> Love it. Like she rules the roost, baby. I know. Um, so in the car on the way there, Carrie, Brandy, and Stephanie are like wondering um about how this is gonna be. Oh, can I also say Carrie this episode? <gasps> oh yeah, I forgot there about were, that. There were a couple scenes. There was the scenes with like her daughters, which are always standouts for Carrie as far as like making yeah. me like her. Yeah. But even in her scene at the very beginning when with she Tiffany's came kids. over to Tiffany's yeah. house and she was like, I felt she was really good with Tiffany's kids. Yeah. Like, and especially because like Deandra's pretty bad with kids. Yeah. It was a good I uh, love that. Yeah. contrast. Uh, you know, like, I think we've kind of landed on this with Carrie a little bit. Like she's so annoying and obnoxious. But mm-hmm. I think she's like good for the show. She's she's at least like making something happen. Yeah. Which is good. Like bringing the tequila pineapple. She's always one to like have an activity ready. Um a situation one might say. Situation like going after Tiffany with like the I don't even know what she was carrying but she was like chasing <laughs> Tiffany. Yeah, like a torch. And she's like she's like ready to kill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just like, listen, we can't love everyone. Exactly. Otherwise, it's just like a big, boring love fest. Exactly. Yeah. If you can't love everyone, how the hell are you going to have a TV show? Can I get an amen? Amen. That didn't even make sense. No. But um, I, I got to say, like, Tiffany just turning turning the reins of like hosting this party over to someone else. What a fun party between like the poke station, mm-hmm. the dancers, the hula. When a chef comes out to talk about the meal, it's always mm-hmm. like impressive. Yeah. Although I could like, we got a lot of babies on this cast. And I'm, I'm wondering like how they handled the meal. That is very true. Um, yeah. One thing is like, we don't hear anything from Jen Davis mm. for weeks. We don't know <laughs> anything about woman. this woman. <laughs> We know nothing about this woman. And the one thing they decided to like hone in on was her talking about like wanting to have vaginoplasty. Yeah. Getting like the gobbler. Yeah. Her describing her own vagina as a gobbler. Yeah. I mean, this poor girl, like we've edited everything else out and like that seemingly could have been edited out as well. (laughs) I know. It's like, I don't mind hearing about it, obviously, but like, it's like, I would have loved to hear a few other things. Like when she was talking about her sobriety and Deandra cut her off and like that kind of thing. But it's, they only want to give us this little tiny bit about her. Sure. Okay. So we're sitting down at dinner and we're, we're going in about the cafeteria Christian I don't even know what this really means. It's okay. like So I think it like it really originates with cafeteria Catholic. But like okay. the, I don't think like Catholicism is that big in Texas. It's not it's not big in the South at all. Yeah. So it's kind of expanded to that. But I think it's like kind of like you're kind of like judging how other people practice their faith or like live under the rules of of god or whatever but you're you're sitting in the cafeteria or Um, are you the cafeteria lady or like i think it might be like you're in the cafeteria and you're like picking and choosing like which food items you're eating oh i think that y'all have growing up did y'all have piccadilly cafeteria i don't know the word you just said 
Okay, we had this place called Piccadilly Cafeteria where you like walk down the little line and you like pick what you want and you go to the cash register at the end. And funny enough, I experienced a robbery there. Like <laughs> a gun, a gunman came in. What the and fuck? Held, and held as a child and held up the place. Like we had gone to some Christmas show in Atlanta. <laughs> And we went to, like, the Piccadilly Cafeteria afterwards. And I need to text my mom and, like, ask her how accurate I'm being. Oh, wait. But... I'm sorry. The Piccadilly Cafeteria is not your school. It is a restaurant. No. It's okay. like a restaurant. <laughs> I thought a gunman came into your school and was, no. like, holding up, like, the cafeteria lady. No, no, no. So this restaurant. And I remember, like, having to get under a table because there was, like, this guy with a gun hmm. robbing this restaurant. That is pretty traumatic. I can't believe I've never heard about this in your life it's like not something that's like a big part of my life which is why i need to text my mom and ask her like how accurate i'm being because what if i what if i dream this is a dream like my i'll let you know later i'll let you know later in the episode if i am in fact dreaming this or if it actually happened but i'm pretty sure it actually happened wow i mean i would think like when like the conversation of like gun violence comes up like you would have brought this up at some point i was like really young i was like five okay okay so i don't like when you're five, you don't retain information. It, it, it I, could have been like a movie you watched. No, I, I'm pretty sure it happened because I remember it was after us going to this like Christmas pageant thing. Sure. Wow. Whew. I'm like floored right now. <laughs> okay. So do you think Deandra made her point here? I, I agree with, I think I agree with what Deandra's saying here. I think it's like weird. I don't think she like landed the point, but I think like, I agree. Like it's weird that Brandy's being really picky and choosy as like, far as like, she's not okay with a shaman, but like, she's okay with some other things. Also, isn't it like kind of offensive, like Brandy's point here? What? Like she's being like that. She's like judging like this person who's a shaman is not like um but i don't think like the shaman is like any sort of religious affiliation or anything okay i know nothing about yeah, religion I, I, yeah D- i don't despite going to like we did you have to go to like for your catholic school a weekly little ccd psr thing no because i was in catholic school oh so i had to go to the church every once every week and like take a little class about catholicism yeah I was so bad. I would like from the get go. I was like, something's not adding up here. I just liked like on Valentine's (laughs) day when we would like learn about like St. Valentine. And then I liked being in the passion play. Mm, Yeah. 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 I was always a soldier, but then when I went in high school, I went over to my friend's church and they were having a drive through passion play. And I was picked to be Jesus on the cross. Wow, you truly, you and Vicky Gumbelson both were, were like Jesus on the cross. <laughs> I had to hang up. I I had to hang out on my by myself on the cross, and across the street, my friends were all at the Last Supper together and got to like hang out, and I was just by myself. I think like when I, I really can't. I think it was for confirmation. Like the priest in charge of like confirmation class wanted to like not let me go through with it. <gasps> And then, Why? like, my parents had to, like, have a talk with him or something. And then, like, I eventually went through and I was like, fuck this shit. Like, he saw the me? devil inside you? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Oh, my God. In speaking of confirmation, speaking of First Communion, you know, First Communion, when you used to, like, you go to confession for the first time? Yeah. First and only for me. Oh. But I made up, like, I had to make something up. So I told the priest that I was mean to my cat. <laughs> like, I 
would always just say like I was mean to my brother because I probably was <laughs> like like were you never my... mean to your sibling like your sisters? Well, I mean, like I was the youngest. Oh, I get, okay. I, you don't really get an opportunity to be mean <laughs> when you're the youngest. So I had to pick on someone smaller than me. It was fucking midnight. The cat. Oh my god, I want to be my band. <laughs> Yeah, they just like go down the food chain, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so the priest is like, shit, this boy's like abusing animals. <laughs> but then they have like their priestly duties to like not reveal. <laughs> I'm no, I wasn't like, I didn't say like I'm abusing this animal. I'm saying I'm just like, like I said a mean thing to it. Wow. <laughs> And then they give me like four Hail Marys and an Our Father. And, and then you're, you're good. I'm cured. Yeah, yeah, you're cured. Um, I, I do gotta say, like, Deandra's episode was just a lot of fun, but her taking out the fucking pendant, that, to me, that is a housewife. Yeah, yeah, that is, that is Danielle Staub level shit there. But, like, coming with a prop. Yeah. Thank you, Deandra. I mean, I think Deandra's the matriarch of, uh, yeah. I mean, Mama D's the matriarch of sure, Dallas, but sure. Deandra, because she's actually a housewife. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was Dallas. Love it. Let's... Go down the shore, baby. Woohoo. But before we go down the shore, we're going to David Principe. I think that's his name. His house that Dolores does not live in to celebrate. Oh, yeah. To celebrate Dolores's charitable works. I will say, I liked what they did with the flowers. Oh, yeah. Beautiful florist job there. It's like she's she had the right idea. It's like the house is empty. There's yeah. like no decoration. So... I mean, like, let's bring something in. Like the party itself was just like so gorgeous from like head to toe. Like between like the theme of all the women wearing like pink and the flowers mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. food and the good times. Yeah, great oldies. Yeah. Um. Also, something I've been calling for for like or wondering for years and years is like, where's Gabrielle? And in she and comes with five dogs. <laughs> is this your worst nightmare? Or is this your worst nightmare? Like when it transpired, like I almost kind of backed up. Like, <gasps> like those do- dogs, like storming in. I would have like ran into another room. I will say, like I consider myself a dog person, and any more than two dogs, it's like how are you even managing that with all those like leashes and stuff? So mm. I've I've dog sat downstairs from where I live sure. at uh, our friend Honey's house. And they have two great dogs, um, Cleo and Barkley. And I dog sat for a week. And even walking the two of them together, it's like really hard. So the fact that Gabby can do this, sure. it's like good on you. But I mean, it's like the, the job she was born to have, apparently. I know. Yeah. I wanted to be a veterinarian growing up. Until you realize like, the, the animals are dying. <laughs> yeah, and you have to like put things in places and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I do love seeing like the four Catanias under one roof. I know. And Gabby really looks like Frank to me. I wonder if Dolores was like wiped clean of the tanner. Like, would we see a, a resemblance? I wonder, but it's like the shape of Gabby's face is Frankie to me. And they have like a very similar nose. Okay. Like a, like a, like a longer nose. It's nice. I just don't think we have like all the cards on the table right now. 
Right. Because, like, Dolores is, like, incognito, one might say. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Go wipe her down, Dan. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, what, Jackie comes to the celebration of Dolores, and it's like, let's talk about Teresa again. Again, again, again. And it's like, there's this whole question about where everyone's going to stay down the shore, yeah. which is interesting. Did you notice that as they were leaving the closet, Jackie and uh, Jennifer, like, were embracing and oh, yeah. walking together? They were, like, very like, lovey, yeah. I was like, that's interesting. I like that. I did, too. I mean, Jennifer, if she ever stops being a tree soldier, yeah. would be a fun... That would be a ne- fun next iteration for next season, you know? Sure, but, like, Teresa's never going anywhere. I know, and I think the world is turning against Jackie, unfortunately. Yeah. Maybe she could, like, recover the second half of the season, but I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. Um, I like going down to Dolores' house, because we've never spent any time there. I know. Interesting. And we have the other half of the crew staying at... Um, Melissa's. 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 Yeah, Zia Melissa's. You know what I would love to watch, just to be a witness for? Dolores at the beginning of the summer, going down to the shore house for the first time. Mm. I want to see, I want to go on her grocery shopping trip with her. Okay. I want to see her enter the house, open the windows, open the blinds. Wash the linens. Wash the linens, start cleaning the kitchen, (laughs) like putting everything in storage. Like I would love to witness that, you know? Yeah. I love that this seems to be like the same house as from when they got divorced. I know. And Frank got the house, but that means just Dolores went and moved her stuff into another room. Yeah. I mean, the house. This relationship. Go ahead. The house could use like a little, a little bit of like the David new house renovation to it. I know. But like when I think of like beach house, Mm. Dolores's house is like what I think of. Like, just a little behind on Renault's and like everything's just a little in it. But yeah, I love them preparing the meal. And like, we were mm-hmm. discussing this in a group chat with like Peach Larm and Connor being real, like this meal was like a very quintessential down the shore summer meal. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. you got like stuff on the grill. You got like a huge mm-hmm. bowl of pasta that you're scooping stuff out of with some crab in it. Um, steaks because the men love steaks you know just like a lot of a a big salad that was my question too because i didn't see the crab in the sauce so i was like i was like okay i went to i went down to the tour with you one time and you made us a beautiful chrissy teigen Mm, um clam clam pasta yeah well i thought it was just like for some reason i thought they were just like eating spaghetti and meatballs and that didn't feel very down the shore to me but no no, it's crab yeah no it was crab and shrimp actually i believe okay yeah um we are getting together. Teresa has the Joe Giudice dildos. Which I think Joe has moved on from that partnership. Oh, wow, just in time. <laughs> yeah, I I really think he has. I think I saw an interview or something with him where he talked about it. Okay. Why was I watching an interview with Joe Giudice? Uh, I don't know. It's, I don't know. Things that go on on YouTube over here. Sure. Um, She gives one to Jackie and says... Maybe you can shove it up your ass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're like really starting the night off hot. Yeah. 
real hot. But like Jackie just kind of in the moment is retreating a little bit. She's not doing herself any favors. Like she's kind of standing there like, see when like you can't stand there and say nothing because then you're like in the weak position. You got to be, you got to be in the power position. You got to be like high tray. Like Mm -hmm. don't be like hiding in the corner. Yeah, like Greeter, I remember I, watching Jackie's face and Tree's walk, walking in. She's just kind of looking at her. I would be like, "Hi, good to see you. How's Gia?" Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. So I mean, like this dinner is is spills over to the next episode, which like the clips from next week are wild, wild, wild. But like even mm-hmm. what we got here could have been enough. I know it really could have. Um, Marge is being a soldier for Jackie in a way that's very interesting. Uh, she yeah she in a way, but she's still. But also, like at the end of the day, everyone is afraid of Teresa. Mm-hmm. Of course, like even Melissa to some degree. Like Melissa stands up to her, but like mm-hmm. still has to hold back in a way that Teresa does not hold back to anybody. Exactly. Teresa's just, like, such a monster. (laughs) She really is. Um, Marge definitely heard the rumors, too, right? Or knew that her husband had talked about it, at least. Okay, so I think... Wasn't, like... I don't know if this was on air or, like, maybe the cover... Like, not cover-up, but, like, the explanation after the fact was that... This might have been in an after show I saw. I don't even know. Mm -hmm. I think... The story is Joe heard Marge talking about it with like Lexi and the girls in like mm-hmm. another room. Okay. So like that's how he heard people talking about it. Okay. He kind of just seems like there's not much going on up there, you know? <laughs> he, he's got to focus that brain on finishing this house. <laughs> That's all we need it's from been. Show. How many years has Marge been on this show in this incomplete house? Yeah, but the, like the the dynamic between like Marge and Joe, and then Jennifer sliding in, and Marge mm-hmm. like snapping at Jennifer. Marge snapping at Jennifer, then Jennifer later asking like, "Why did you go after me?" <laughs> and they like kind of made up in that moment, which was cool. It's just like. You're right. Teresa just sucks up all the energy and air in the room yeah. and makes everything about whatever she wants it to be about in a way that's like, and she's delusional. It's like, she doesn't, she doesn't remember a thing she did to people. It's crazy that Marge is even sitting there across the table from you when you told someone to pull her hair last season and lied about it. I love the ongoing bit of whenever Teresa goes and watch what happens live of Andy being like asking a question and then being like, Oh right. Like you don't watch this show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like it was a good, you can't even like have her on. Cause like, she doesn't know what happened. She has no idea. She has no idea. Um, she said she started watching the show though. It's all, it was a good watch happens live yeah. too, yeah. because there was that there was like Jackie Hoffman who yeah. was just like asking Teresa really funny questions. Yeah. Um, like she asked Teresa what the plural of ingredient is yeah, yeah. and Teresa's again in clueless doesn't even know that it's a meme that she says <laughs> ingredients is she says ingredients is and then there was this like great technical difficult 
team oh moment where Teresa's drink part of it was like in the camera <laughs> screen and then she went to move it and she accidentally flipped the camera yeah. view yeah and then her and Priscilla yeah Priscilla were we're trying to um is Priscilla one of the like makeup artists that regularly works on watch what happens live oh I have no idea I think that's why Andy was like familiar with her mm, okay okay um and then the camera kept on flipping back it was funny but like you know Jackie Hoffman famously was at the Teresa book party oh wow yeah I like that's just like such an interesting fact I don't think I don't think that's a famous fact not a I famous fact no 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 okay. an interesting a fun fact <laughs> um yeah love jersey whenever i'm down the shore i'm loving it yeah but i've not been invited back down the shore in almost five years well i mean i don't think we can count covid times okay almost four years i don't th- and i don't think that math like adds up for me either it was 2017 um but then sounds like four. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to figure that out. And we'll and once, <laughs> once we get our vax, I'm sure we'll remedy that. I'm sure. Um, but why don't we take a quick break and then we'll wrap it up with Summer House and the Freak of the Week and One True Queen. So we're back. And Brendan, before we do get to Summer House, we need to know, were you held up at Piccadilly? Thank you for asking, because I sent a text to my mom, or I sent a text to a group thread with, like, my mom and my sisters, Mm -hmm. and I said, when we were kids, uh, were we once at a restaurant that was held up at gunpoint? And my mom immediately texted back, said, yes, Piccadilly, like what I said. (laughs) Wow. My sister also at the same time said Piccadilly. She said, I'll never forget that day. Our waitress was really good and just asked us to stay calm, but then we never went back. Oh, wow. So there's that. Shout out to my sister, Molly, who who gave us the info about the waitress, because I know she'll be listening. Shout out um, to that waitress. I wonder where she is, really. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, Brendan, Summer House. You know what? I It's like they constantly give and give and give, and we just get to receive, 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 you know? Mm, yeah. I am it, glad, side note, that Paige is seemingly for the first time on Watch Happens Live not behind the bar. Wait, this is her first? I feel like s- that this might be the case. Like, she's is... never been on in the... Ch- Can you picture her in the chair? Because I can't. I don't know. I mean, I could Google. Yeah. But... You could Google. Okay, I'll try Googling. Um, but while we do that, let's talk yeah. about this episode. I love that we have two weekend nights in this episode i agree i think um it's really really fun i mean it feels like a regular summer house episode in a way because like we're receiving amazon packages we have like two crazy nights in a row we're doing yeah so i can't find evidence of Paige ever being in the chair yeah which is really sus because i can find evidence of Luke of all people being in the chair. Yeah, no, he has been. That's so rude. What was I happening? Know. What was happening last year or the year before when Well, well last year I know it aired partially during COVID. I know, but Luke made the chair and wasn't that his first year or has he is this 3 years for Luke? No, this is his second year, but like I think it 
Summer House started pre-COVID and ended during COVID. Okay, okay. Because okay. they actually, I think, technically have maybe the first virtual um, reunion. Like, during Wash Robins Live. Mm-hmm. It was just, yeah, their virtual reunion wasn't given as much attention as the others. Like, because yeah. Atlanta came out around the same time. Sure. And the Atlanta reunion was, like, well-produced. Mm-hmm. Anyways, let's get back to what you were saying. Yeah. Uh, the two nights. I mean, the first night is girls' night and guys' night. Mm-hmm. To see these women sitting around in those animal face masks was actually like really funny especially once they started talking about like once they started getting into like argumentative territory yeah that was fun um lindsay 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 getting activated in mask (laughs) in in mask because she says she wants to procreate with luke oh here's a question who would you choose and i know your answer and i think you know my answer my answer is kyle and yours is carl yeah of course yeah two two good men but unfortunately, like, we can't procreate with that. <laughs> I know. So, so who of the women, if the world is ending, are you pro- pro- procreating with? Um, huh. It's between Paige, Sierra, and Batula. I think you're going to pick Batula. I'm leaning towards Batula, but I would also, I would consider Danielle. Oh, Danielle, yeah, too, yeah. I mean, like, Troll Me would go for Hubhouse, obviously. Mm, But I actually think I would go with, um, so our families could be in, like, close proximity, I would go with Sierra. Mm. But it's the end of the world, your families are dead. I, but we could be able to like maybe maybe someone's hanging on, you know, in visit the area. The gra- visit the grave at least. And it's also nice, like if you're if you're if everyone's gone, it's nice to be like where you grew up, so that like the mm. memory still persists. Sure, sure, sure. Did the memory persist when we went to her Atlanta room? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've noticed she keeps a lot of stuff on her bed. I know we gotta like do something about that. And her like method of cleaning up was just like taking everything and throwing it into um, whatever drawer she could find. Like sometimes same, but like not to that level. Um, I just like, I almost lost my remote in my, when I was making my bed today, I like my remote ended up under the, uh, the covers and I like freaked the fuck out. So I don't know how she can have like, all that stuff in her bed. Yeah. All right. I don't want to skip over that first night. Uh, I do feel like Steven Stravi's presence was missed. Yeah, I agree. Do you think Steven, uh, the other Steven's presence was missed? Gay uh, Steven? Gay Steven? Yeah. <laughs> I like still miss his presence. Like I am curious how he would fare in a 2021, 2020 summer house. I don't know. I mean, like, they were, I think, right to get rid of him because what he did to Carl was actually, like, abhorrent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. But I don't know. Like, would he get along with some of these people? Especially now that, like, the other side of the house from when he was on kind of has taken over. Because okay. he was on the he was on the work at Circus side. Sure, yeah. And they were kind of against, like, the Kyle Batula side. And now yeah. Kyle and Batula are the king and the queen of the house. Yeah, exactly. I also wonder, like, where he is at with his sexuality at this time. Yeah, I wonder, I mean, like, who knows? It's, he was always an interesting case to me because he was, like, a gay person who, at the time, seemed to not have a lot of gay friends. 
Yeah. And I feel like as far as like our friendships, like we're a, like our main groups of friends were like very heavy mix of a lot of gay people and a lot of straight people. Mm. And like the straight people have to put up with our gay bullshit all the time instead of like the other way around. Yeah, you know what, that, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I love that. It's like we're running the playlists and they're like along for the mm. ride. <laughs> Which actually I like regretted not including the Summer House theme on our little playlist from Saturday. Oh yeah. I just think of the time that um I went pre-COVID. I went over to our friends Trang and Tim's house when they still lived in the city. And it was like me, Jamie, and them. And at some point I had forced them to watch all 13 minutes of like Gaga Super Bowl performance. Oh wow, yeah. And so like we're running the show in that way. I think that's like a Gaga Super Bowl performance while While gay is also het. No, while gay is also high, but while like fun is also like I think un- unnecessary. Like it, I feel like there's she has so many other things that you can watch that are like more iconic. Maybe, but like you need the I I think I might have needed the access point there. Like mm-hmm. they're like, oh, I recognize Super Bowl. I can't pull up a rant. I can't pull up a pause on GMA and sure. have them like along a- for the ride. <laughs> Actually, they would. The two of them would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. But I, I mean, we got the finally the, like who I you do you know who I am? Uh, that Amanda Batula, they didn't have a camera on her when she responded. Yeah, but it was like I, her response is iconic. Yeah, but I love I love the the do you know who I am? Was that like kind of in part of the conversation of like I get DMs too? <laughs> like <laughs> whatever. Like it was Hubbard said. I get DMs from psychics too, all the time, too. Like, it's yeah. like, do you? <laughs> like, everyone's getting them, hello. <laughs> uh, yeah, it just, it feels like, it's actually good the way things are shaking out in terms of, like, Hub is coming to Luke's defense. Because if she wasn't, like, he would just be, like, sitting in his room. I'm alone in my house vibes. Like, we need the shifting alliances. You know what I mean? We need people on both Luke's sides. team in order yeah. to like survive here. And it's good that it's also good that like Danielle is playing kind of middle of the road where yeah. she's like with the girls, but she's like trying to explain to them why um, hub house is acting yeah. like she is, et cetera, et cetera. We need all of these players. Yeah. yeah like I, I don't think anyone's like a Danielle super fan, but I think she is very good for the show. Otherwise hub would be like on an Island a lot. Yeah. And I used to be, I used to be a Danielle hater because like, I didn't like the energy she brought to the show a few seasons ago, but like this season I'm really liking her. I'm liking that. Like her and hub can like be in a room together and decide just to like get lit and listen to music and like hang out and like have fun. Yeah. I like that energy. Sure. I also like confronting like Luke and tricking him into almost admitting that he and Hub did have sex. I know. What was his like end game here? Well, I think he was like he wasn't sure whether to flat out deny it because like this is a baseless accusation, or mm-hmm. whether Lindsay told them and he was being tested as to whether like he would deny it, which is like mean if it's an accepted fact. Mm-hmm. I will say, 
Paige and Amanda as like a little sneaky duo. Love it. Is so much more fun to watch than um, Paige and uh, what's Hannah. her name from the Giggly Squad. Hannah. I know. I was just pretending not to know her name. I. She's the name on everyone's lips. I did love that. Like uh, Lindsay was like, "Oh, what is this? Some Giggly Squad thing?" <laughs> <laughs> also, like G- the Giggly Squad is like the stupidest name. Yeah. I mean, I personally think like Come Through Queen is a dumb name five years in, but yeah. Giggly Squad is is hit it out of the park. Wow. Okay. The next day, everyone's kind of hungover. Um, I did think when Lindsay stormed into the G- Giggly Squad room that she was like ready to fight, but she was like, oh, um, set up your rooms. <laughs> I thought so too. Um, but I like that she's on top of like the party planning part of this because yeah. The idea for doing a pub crawl around the um, around the house and everything's based in a different city was yeah. really, really, really fun. Yeah. I mean, this was like a – did people do this in college where uh, where you went? I don't think so, no. I, I like I know – like Alex was like, oh, my God, this is around the world. Like I feel like at his school they did it like once a month. Like I feel like I re- could recall this occurring – like twice in my college experience was his was like it a thing where it would be like an apartment complex and you go to each place or was it in dorms uh i think it could be either okay because our dorms were pretty strict i mean we had cody kirkpatrick our friend walking mm. around give me a noise violation for like making a dinosaur sound which i think deserve it excuse me i was having fun freshman year Expressing letting yourself. loose <laughs> yeah that little pinch wow. i'll never forget my ex-boyfriend orchestrating a sit down between me and Cody at the Emerson cafe because he thought that we would get along as friends. And he was right. I've been friends with Cody for now, like over a decade. Yeah. Um, No, but usually like around the world instead of States is countries. Okay. That seems like it could go in a bad direction. For sure. For sure. For sure. Yes. Yeah. So I'm glad that they did different cities. Um, I'm not sure. Like, maybe the Amish population would be okay with what Carl was doing. Mm. But other than that, I think we sure. were good. Which, which party excited you the most? Um, God, I mean, some of them were re- like, I feel like I would like the theme of Luke's party. If he was in a bigger room. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. It's not, it's not something that you are like running into that often. Like it's like, it's like, Midwest dive bar vibes. Yeah. Sounds fun. The Hamptons one sounded fun because it sounded like it was also them just like referencing their own show. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, Lindsay's a party planner and Danielle is, oh, Mm -hmm. Lindsay had Florida. Never mind. But Danielle, I think Danielle did a good job by herself. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Um, let's land with everyone and the world against Luke on this last night. Well, first of all, Luke was spiraling because Sierra and Carl were flirt, flirt, yeah, flirting yeah, all yeah. through the night. Yeah. And so he was brood, brood, brooding. It's yeah. like the fact that like Sierra was it, the added thing of Carl being an Amish beard yeah. costume and Sierra's like hot for it mm. is very funny. Um, Luke pulls her aside during their intermission because they all went up to like eat and stuff. Yeah. And like, is being just like cuckoo Mm-hmm. 
Um, Kyle. I mean, normally I'm very pro Kyle, but like both of these nights, he was kind of like truly interstellar. Yeah. Like on another planet. Like on another planet, like galactic. Okay. So he was both on another planet because he was very drunk, but also like, secondly, he was like, I thought some points were made. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. The second night. And I think. I just think the the delivery and like the execution wasn't there. It wasn't there, but I will say one thing. I think like Luke and Kyle have been a little more intentional on like growing as people. And like, you mean Kyle and Carl? Oh, Kyle and Carl have been a little more intentional about like growing as people. And like, they've like, unlike Teresa Giudice, Mm -hmm. it seems like they've watched previous seasons of their show and been like, Oh, I was maybe shitty here, here and here. Yeah. Let's like, figure ourselves out a little bit i mean they're obviously like not perfect they're men yeah of course um but it's interesting for them to like challenge luke to do the same yeah where they see his behavior being poor and i agree with you i think kyle's delivery isn't well it's also really funny to watch kyle when carl and luke were like going at it like arguing Mm -hmm. and kyle's just like sitting there literally bug-eyed yeah 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 but I do think that Kyle had a good message, just a bad delivery, a sure. heated delivery. Yeah, yeah. Also, I don't think we're calling women females these days. I know, that, but like, that was part of... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah a little strange. Um, but, like, I wonder... I, I couldn't really, like, wrap my head around, like, Luke storms out and then decides to, like, come barreling back in. And what conversations was he having with those producers where they got in in it before he barrels in, you know? Yeah. Like, he must have been like, I'm going to, like, go fuck that shit up or, like, something aggressive for them to, like, step in with him, which yeah. never happens. Yeah. Can I tell you, I kind of teared up at the end of the episode. For, for what? And I think, it's, I think it's bad because I teared up when... <laughs> So Luke comes in, he's like slamming his beer on the ground, whatever. Mm. And then like Kyle gets down to get involved. Carl like wakes up and yeah. decides to like like it's like Kyle like defending like the, the women in the house, the women in the house. And then it's like <laughs> Carl running in to like defend his friend. I was like, "Oh, that's yeah. that's like friendship." Um, not that not that I'm like condoning like getting aggressive <laughs> and violent, but like do you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You love their friendship. Yeah, I think it's cute. Yeah, wow. And I think Luke is made up with Carl, so I think it's fine. I mean, like, that's, that. see, this, I'm curious to see tonight's um, Watch Robins Live, because, like, this will be the first example of the Winterhouse crew having to detach anything that has transpired in the Winterhouse and talk about Summer House as if it's the only thing that's canon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I'm curious to tune into that. But I think that is it for this week. Why don't we do the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen? Let's do it. All right. You brought this Freak of the Week to my attention because I missed it. Okay. (laughs) Jackie Goldschneider's uh, recent Instagram post of her in like a New Jersey um, strip mall. It's like a strip mall. Like an office office park. park. Yeah, office park. That's it. Like standing in front of a, a tree. With a poem that reads, some trees are all bark. Some trees are shady. There are no trees that scare this lady. Like I said um, 
on Facebook when when Dr. Seuss was canceled, mm. we knew we needed someone to step in and Jackie has answered the call. Joris Dr. Jackie. It's like Jackie, it's like we want to root for you. But you're but being so corny. You're so embarrassing. Yeah. Oh my god. You would you know what's funny? Like this is like second season be- behavior. And it's her third season. Yeah. It's like that, you know, like what we're waiting for with Leah and Heather Gay. Like I know. The downfall. It's real it's really disappointing. And it's like we're never gonna root for Tree, but mm. like like go to like school and learn something about being a housewife. I, like we thought you were a scholar. We thought you were you've been at meet and greets with Teresa <laughs> for years. You've been stu- you've been studying her every you've move. You've been studying. <laughs> um but yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. But while we're on Instagram, Brendan, this one true queen, tell us cuz I, I it's been on my mind nonstop. Okay, so our one true queen is one Quincy Adam Morgan, who last night posted on her Instagram stories and wrote I never thought I would make my social media public, but here I am, excited to welcome everyone along for the ride. Okay, I think when I started following her, she was at 15K, Mm -hmm. and she's at 42 right now. That's crazy. I started following her at 12K, which was like, I sent this to you like right away. So she jumped like 3,000 in like minutes, maybe. Well, I know I followed her this morning. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. But like over the course of a day, she's jumped like 30,000. That's crazy. I mean, Sonia Morgan's daughter, we must say. But like if you go to her Instagram profile, it's like this is what being a rich NYC teen is like. Oh, yeah. It's very like like rich teens of Instagram. I love like clicking into like – Everyone she tags and, like, seeing if they're public. Most of them aren't. And mm. just, like, looking at, like, who they are. There is a really funny post from Mother's Day last year where oh she my God. reenacted some, like, iconic Sonia photos, including the photo where Sonia's in bed with the remote yeah. and she has a tiara on. Yeah. It's, like, so, so good. But, like, so gorgeous. She's so gorgeous. Like... Gigi and Bella are announcing their retirement. There's like a new queen in town. Do you think she'll get into modeling? She's she's an artist, so she's following like the Vic- Victoria mm-hmm. Noel de la Seps route. Yeah, I, she which seemed, I think is more standard for New York. Yeah. by the way, she seems to be still in school at UPenn, where Tiffany Trump went. Right? Correct. Yeah, uh, but I like I like her being in Pennsylvania. Like as um as just like an experience for her. Pennsylvania. Hmm. <laughs> I love Pennsylvania. Oh yeah, I know you do. Um and like Zane has settled down there now. <laughs> Quincy one day maybe. Quincy one day maybe. Um good state. A lot yeah. going on there. Yeah. Run don't walk. I mean, you definitely want to be one of the first one hundred K. Yeah, of course. Quincy. Of course, of course, of course. And she seems to, like, she did post a few stories today, like, after going public yesterday. So, like, Mm -hmm. hopefully she takes us on a journey. Yeah, it's also interesting. 
she opened up on social media the very day mm. that one Chrissy Teigen decided to shut down her Twitter. Close. When one door closes, another window opens. Yeah. That's what they always say. So, wow. They, they do always say that. So why don't you guys <laughs> close the door on this episode and open the door to comethroughqueen.com where we have links to all our socials, our Patreon, which this week, not only do you have a pre-show, but you have the perfectly timed ranking of all New York housewives up through season 12. You guys, this <laughs> this episode got a little heated between me and Dan because yeah. the methodology is still unclear to me. I'm like fucking Rudy Giuliani at uh, <laughs> if, the if Four Seasons one, also in Pennsylvania. Yeah, you're just you're, disputing your results. Pennsylvania. <laughs> but we do have a number one, um, and you'll be interested to see who that is. And yeah, so check that out. Uh, and like, comment, um, subscribe, heart, share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.